0: Jacoby Brissett's going to start over Sam Howell. Speaking of North Carolina, this is an NC State guy replacing a North Carolina guy as a starting quarterback for the Washington Commanders. Sam Howell got benched for the second straight game, and Jacoby Brissett, when he came in, Tim, on Sunday, on Christmas Eve against the Jets, actually led the Washington Commanders that, mm. actually to a lead until a, a last-second field goal gave the Jets a win.
1: Yeah, I don't... I don't think the Commanders have much of a, a unified decision-making process going on right now. It's also that. Uh, because I – by the way, big Jacoby percep fan, right? I, I I think he's a very good player. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see why you keep going to him. It's a lost season. Sam Howell is younger. You want to have all of the information you need to decide if Sam Howell has a, a, a role in your, your team moving forward. Yeah. Going – like – Big fan of Jacoby Brissett. Do you know why I can say that? Because I know exactly who Jacoby Brissett is. Yeah. There's, there's nothing I'm going to learn about him. Oh, he came in and played better? Well, yeah, he's a better quarterback than Sam Howell right now, but you're just not sure what Sam Howell might be two and three years from now. It's, it's To me, this is a sign that they're cleaning house. I, I, Ron Rivera and that squad are just going, you know what? I want to play the best football we can play. Why am I worried about the future of the franchise when I'm not going to be a part of the future of the franchise? That's a good point. We have the Niners coming up this weekend. I don't want the young guy to get hurt. I don't want the young guy to get embarrassed. I don't want to get embarrassed myself. I'm going to play the person who I think has the best chance to, to give us a win. And if that's Jacoby Brissett, that's Jacoby Brissett.
0: And I think Biennemi, I think he said that after last week's game, the first time that Hal got benched, he said Biennemi said, uh, "Yeah, that was Ron's call, 100. That was that was Ron's decision. It doesn't even sound like Biennemi
1: wanted to make that call himself." And by, by the way, like you know, I keep saying this, and I'm sure there's there's many that have interacted with him a bunch from his time in Carolina. Ron Rivera does seem like just a genuinely upstanding oh, dude, yeah. good guy. So. If there is a controversial decision, the head coach is supposed to say, that was my decision, right? Eric bien trying to get a head coaching job next year, and he should be in the mix for head coaching jobs. He's a multiple-time Super Bowl-winning offensive coordinator. Uh, you don't want to make a controversial decision and then say, that was bien decision, because if it doesn't pan out or if it looks foolish or if it's critically panned, that's going to hurt him as far as getting a head coaching job next year. Ron Rivera is saying, it was all my decision, now BNME can can uh, distance himself from it if it's as foolish as I think it is. Um, so they're rolling with Jacoby Brissett. Cue the jokes from state fans to the North Carolina fans. It happens when that sort of thing happens. Uh, but, uh, but, you know, I, to be honest with you, I think they're more than a quarterback away from competing with the Niners. So, ha <laughs>
0: And by the way, how early in the game got zero help. His first pass attempt, I think hit Curtis Samuel right in the hands, drops it. Second one, Logan Thomas, right in his hands, pops up interception. It's like I hit two guys on the hands and I'm 0 for 2 with a pick. What what am I supposed to do here?
1: Watch the rest of the game from the sideline. That's like, what you're supposed to do. I guess that's what you're supposed to do. By the way, uh everybody and and I just I like emphasizing this. Everybody handled it like a pro. Sam Howell talking to the media today basically said I'm still comprehending what happened. What's going on? I know I can play in the NFL. This is part of my story, and then you know support Jacoby. Like everyone's handling it the right way. Benching of quarterbacks is never easy. All right, let's quit that. Let's hit this. Got him. So let's talk Washington.
0: Ah, okay. Let's talk Washington.
1: This to me, that move that we just discussed, as I said, is is in a kind of a sign that a full scale clean house is coming, and they're going to bring in maybe a new GM. Maybe new head coach. Likely they'll get to pick their quarterback. They'll get to pick their coordinators. It's going to be, you know, the new commanders next year. Uh huh. That Washington job more appealing or less appealing than the Panthers? Way more. Explain.
0: So I'm looking at a situation where, okay, I have. My first-round draft pick. Which will be high. Which will be very high. So there's a potential I might get Drake May or Caleb Williams because Mm -hmm. right now they're picking third. So right now the Bears have the Panthers pick at number one. The second pick is Arizona, which they could trade or just take Marvin Harrison Jr. And then the Commanders are sitting there at three. So if I'm a new head coach coming in, it's like, wait a second. I get that guy? And then also... Two second-round picks and two third-round picks. And one of those second-round picks is obviously high because it's your own. Mm -hmm. And you have Chicago's second-round pick, which is also going to be very, very high as well. And again, two third-round picks. You can have, theoretically, in this upcoming draft, you can bring in five starters for the next four years. And that's good. That's awesome. (laughs) And you have have a new – and here's the thing. Dan Snyder's no longer there
1: either. That's also extremely appealing. Yeah, exactly. And, And I'm with you. Um I think this just goes to show the uphill battle that the Panthers are gonna be faced with in hiring their coach. Uh, I don't want to say even, but even the commander's job is more attractive than mm-hmm. your job and the commanders, granted under the previous ownership were just notoriously like they're gonna get the last choice right they're gonna they're gonna have whoever doesn't get picked the last musical chair uh, and and I agree with you I think it's I think it's a very very attractive job because it's a blank canvas. Um, you know, the only thing that could be better is if you have like a Herbert or something like that already entrenched. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the absence of having, you know, a top seven or eight quarterback already locked up to a long-term deal, having just all of the resources and really none of the commitment to anyone else is, is a really good spot. And speaking of how at the very least with Sam out, you have a pretty solid backup with a full season of experience starting. Yeah. Who's on a, what a fifth year, fifth round contract for another year. Bring in your Another guy. Two years, eh? have, have Sam Howell be the, the, the backup. Like that's a dirt cheap and pretty pretty interesting quarterback room. It allows you to spend money in other places too. Which is the name of the game, right? You gotta make your dollars go farther. Uh so there you go. That's that's uh Washington more appealing than Carolina. Uh let's quit that. Let's hit this.
0: You done messed up, AA Ron! Uh speaking of quarterbacks, look at the, the Tommy DeVito getting benched. Tommy Cutlets, York. Yeah, Tommy, Tommy Cutlets, yeah, Tommy Cutlets, whatever. Uh, it's amazing how we get this flash of from an athlete, you know, for like a hot second, everyone jumps on it, and then it's like, yeah. uh, okay, is this guy? Is this what he is, or is he just having a hot moment right now? And that moment kind of ran out for Tommy DeVito. Water, its water like, found its level.
1: Water found its level. Water found its level. I think you know, DeVito, he admittedly right and i don't think anyone if, if you got further ahead than this you were putting the cart before the horse you were caught up in the hype train like the whole point of his little starting stint was him trying to prove he could be the number two right he was trying to prove that he should be in the nfl for five more seasons right i, I don't think he had any delusions of like outside of you have to be confident in yourself and, and right. You, you always, you don't rule out the unbelievable from happening. Um, but I don't think, you know, he was going like, Hey, guess what? After this season, I'm gonna get a $500 million deal. And I'm going to be up there with Mahomes. homes. It, it, it was a lot about him proving he can be an NFL quarterback and to a certain extent, he did some of that. You know, I still think he's going to be in the NFL for the next couple of seasons, bouncing around as a, as a guy. Um, but also with that being said, you're right. We've seen this before. We've seen the 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 guys that catch lightning in a bottle for a game or two, and then they they quietly move on. Here's a question for you, Dennis. Talk to me. Does MJ Morris for NC State qualify? He, he kind of did it twice. He might. <laughs> That's the
0: thing. Like when he he might because he came in this season. Turn the season Games around. they went three and one. Then when he came in last year. After Devin Leary got hurt, then there's a rotation of the quarterbacks mm-hmm. came in, played well for what three games, four yep. games, and then
1: that was kind of in and now. out,
0: in and out. That's it.
1: And, I don't know. Maybe and now he's playing for Maryland. Yeah, I was trying to. I was or uh, on the team in Maryland. I don't know if.
0: It, yeah, I mean, who knows the full will start? What, where
1: he was brought in in the competition. But it.
0: I was trying to think about that in terms of like who here from a local standpoint. Did we see come in be that flash mm-hmm. for a hot moment? And I was thinking it's like, okay, well, Ben Finley last year when we saw Finley, from EC per- State.
1: That was, that was you a, know? a bright flame for a short period of time.
0: Exactly. But here's the thing. That's all you needed to be was hot for that hot minute. You know, if that makes sense. Yep. Yep. That's really all I needed to be. I was also trying to think of some other local.
1: Yeah. I'm 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 racking my brain right now. Mm-hmm. Trying to think if there was a cane. Um there was a Panther, maybe like a Kelvin Benjamin. Yeah, it was Kelvin Benjamin. It was a little bit more prolonged, a yeah. little bit more prolonged, of of a burst, but mm-hmm. but just as far as disappearing quickly. Um. All right, yeah, we'll we'll leave it at that. Uh, let's quit that. Let's hit this. You like that? You like that? This might be the surprise of the day. Uh huh. Russell Wilson, not hurt, not benched, but benched. <laughs> done for the year in Denver. Here's Adam Schefter with some details.
0: Well, he's still guaranteed $39 million for next year. So they may move on from him physically, but they will be married to him financially. That's going to continue to happen. Uh, and I just think that Sean Payton didn't trade for Russell Wilson. He wasn't the one that engineered that trade. He came in coached him this year. Uh, there were good moments and bad moments. And we see how that went. And so I think this is a message that they're sending that Russell Wilson is not a part of their long-term future.
1: I agree. Here's why Uh, this March, if Russell Wilson can pass a physical, he is guaranteed his 2025 salary. His 2024 salary is already guaranteed. So he has, I believe it's $39 million coming his way next year from the Broncos regardless of what happens, if he's healthy and can pass a physical this March, he gets an additional $37 million for 2025. So they are benching him just to make sure he can pass that physical. Sorry, if he can't pass a physical, he's guaranteed the $37 because it's guaranteed for injury. If he cannot, I misspoke there, if he cannot pass a physical in March uh, then then he is guaranteed the $37 million. Uh if, if he can pass a physical, they can cut him up until then and save that $37 million. So basically what I'm saying is they're moving on from Russell Wilson. Surprised. Color me shocked. And I'm not being facetious or sarcastic when I say that. I am genuinely surprised because I don't know where else they go. They're going to play uh, – uh, oh, what's the kid? The Jared Stidham. Maybe they're intrigued by him, but I don't think they're tossing him the keys to the entire team. Gosh, no. I don't think Sean Payton wants a, a rookie project. Mm-mm. They're not drafting in the top three where they can get one of the, the more kind of plug and play young young quarterbacks. I don't know if they have a plan. Jameis? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'd rather stick with Russ, but go
0: on. Taysom? <laughs> yeah. I'd rather stick with Russ, but go on.
1: I don't. I. I just. I don't. I, I don't I, know
0: either. This is. This is the one position that you cannot be in as, as an NFL team is like middling at five hundred and then deciding, You know what? We're just going to blow things up. Maybe that's the plan. It's just to blow it all up. I, I th- trade off everything. Get as every many assets as you can in terms of the draft, and then just re go from there.
1: From the outside, it it didn't look like Russell and Sean Payton ever were on the same page. Oh, clearly not. And that's unfortunate because I do think Russell played solid this year. I don't think, I think at times Sean Payton didn't trust him at all. But with what he was trusted to do, he was solid at times. I, I just don't know where they're going to go. And even more interestingly, where does Russell go? That's a great question. Because let, let's be real, Russell is good enough to be a starting quarterback in the NFL, and I'm confident someone will sign him with the intention to make him a starting quarterback in the NFL. If the Pan, or sorry, if the, if the Broncos do move on from him. Are we talking Washington? Are we talking the Vikings? Are we talking Atlanta? You know, you know what would be hilarious? Geno Smith hasn't looked great recently. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, there's that. Um, I, I just, I don't know where that ends up. Are we talking New Orleans? Maybe. I mean, or maybe I, a swap that, for Derek Carr? I don't. Maybe
0: that's it. they're. New Orleans is in salary cap hell. That's the thing. But Derek Carr is
1: taking up thirty-five million. So
0: that's the thing. Is that with Russell with his contract? Is that he just probably needs to sign as a minimum because his salary is guaranteed. Yeah, I'm sure there's the some sort of offset. And
1: all that. Yeah, it's it's crazy. I genuinely, if you, if you would have like shaken me awake today and said, "Hey, hey." Russell Russell's done for the year. They want to protect him so they they can save money if they cut him. I would go. This is a weird dream and try to fall back asleep. It's a strange one. Let's quit that. Let's hit this. What? Uh speaking of quarterback, CJ
0: Stroud, the second overall pick in the draft this mm-hmm. year for the Houston Texans, looks like he's back practicing. He's missed a couple of games due to a concussion. I hope for the young man's sake that he's healthy and he's coming back and is going to be able to play. That means he's healthy. Of course, of course. But it's ironic that it's the smallest guy in the NFL to play quarterback. There's one standing tall. That's Bryce Young. Anthony Richardson not only dealt with a concussion himself early in the season, but also had the shoulder injury. So he got – he's twice he's missed time this season, including the rest of the year with the shoulder injury. And now we've seen C.J. Stroud miss multiple games. I know there's the – ankle injury which i say in air quotes ankle injury for bryce young week three against the seahawks but the smallest guy in the nfl playing quarterback seems to be the one that's the most durable right now
1: i mean think of all the injuries joe burrow mm-hmm. big injury uh deshaun watson big injury uh uh kenny pickett big injury injuries uh, in, and <laughs> yeah just an accumulation of uh aaron Rodgers, big injury justin herbert big injury um i mean we, i we can go on and on and uh anthony richardson big injury mm-hmm. all of these guys big injury Trevor I'm, lawrence trevor lawrence has been i multiple mean ca- injuries. kind of a warrior just kind of finding a way to get out there on the field most most actually i think all he's all week. played
0: every game this season
1: um, but again he's i mean it's down to the wire i don't think he's practiced in two months um there's just there's a ton of injuries out there Derek carr is dealing with like a bruised rib a shoulder a back a uh, he had some head trauma going on, like hurt, hurt feelings. She, hurt feelings. He still seems mad about Vegas. Jimmy Garoppolo, a bunch of injuries. Yeah. Um, so every every time I think of a new team, man, there's another injury. Uh, Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins, major injury. Goodness gracious. Who else we got? Who else we got? I think that's that's about them all. Um, then there's just the Daniel Jones. <laughs> Daniel Jones, big injuries. Uh, then there's just the guys that have been benched. Right, the the quarterback shuffles that have taken place. I mean, how many teams? And and I know that that Bryce Young did have the ankle injury, whatever that was, week three or four. Week three, yeah. Um, Again, I'll say air quotes. Ankle yeah, I don't, I don't know if that was actually there, but uh, how many teams in the NFL can genuinely say they've gone the last three months knowing who is going to be their starter every week? because the Carolina Panthers have. And there is something in stability. There is something in getting every rep. There is something in learning from every experience, and he's doing it. And, yes, he is 5'10 and one eighth, and he weighed in at 204 pounds at the combine. I'd guess he's walking around probably about 190. And and all the guys that are 6'4", 230 are getting hurt, and he's somehow not. So knock on wood, throw salt over your shoulder, whatever superstitions you're into. But, yeah, the smallest guy is still playing. And uh, I give him credit for being tough, but I give him credit for protecting himself. And you hope he's just one of those guys that's, to use uh, Tom Brady's term, pliable. Yes. Flexible, can avoid injuries. That's what you're hoping for. Let's quit that. Let's hit this. The Canes play tonight. That they do. At Nashville. What time is puck drop? 8 o'clock puck drop, 7.30 Stormwatch. You know, I, I asked Dennis because he's hosting Stormwatch. I hope I would know this. Uh, so, so I yeah, put you on the spot there, but way to go. You. Uh, and then Aftermath, also hosted by, by Dennis Cox. Um, according to our good friend Walt Ruff, team reporter for the Canes, some shaking up to the lines yeah. in an interesting way. Um, the MSF line, the Martinuk-Stahl-Fost line, mm-hmm. has kind of been the one constant they, there's been shakeups due to injury, right? Ajo, Svetch, uh, guys have been in and out of the lineup. There's been shakeups due to strong play. Tara Vinan started on absolute tear. Uh, Stefan Nason at times, it's like, hey, you want to get him all the ice time you can because he's playing well. Um, give us the shakedown. So that Martin Nook-Stahl-Foss line that you talked about, kind of breaking that
0: up a little bit. So it's still going to be Martin Nook and Stahl together, but they're actually going to put Seth Jarvis, who's been skating alongside Aho. Uh, right now, it looks like, it, according to this morning, Svechnikov, Aho, Teravainen are all going to skate together tonight. So a lot a lot of line shuffling going on uh, tonight for Rob Brendamore. I think he just wanted to get Teravainen back going, and he and Aho next to each other really gets those guys going. But it's interesting to see Jesper Foss is not going to be with Stahl and Hook to start the game. He's actually going to skate alongside Steph Nason and Jack Drury. Uh, which that those two together have been playing really, really well as of late. So maybe that jump starts Foss. Maybe that jump starts Jarvis. But nonetheless, Kokaniemi and Natchez and Bunting are going to play together, and, and Kokaniemi and Natchez haven't been playing well as of late. Jesperi Kokaniemi in the last 20 games
1: has three goals, zero assists, minus six rating. I'm not excited for that line, but I am kind of excited for the jury line. Yeah. Putting Foss down there because I think I think Foss sometimes watch like because I mean let's let's call a spade a spade the Martinuk Stahl Foss line doesn't always like they create a bunch of chances but they're not always the most exciting they're not always getting down up, up and down the ice very fast they're a little bit more plotting they're the, the older line right sometimes I think Foss watches the other lines like. Like a, you know, a kid who has to stay in his yard watching everyone else play in the street, you know what I'm talking <laughs> about? Like inside the fence, just watching. Like, man, that looks like a good time. I, I want to see him kind of open it up a little bit, maybe be a little bit more creative, a little bit less bully ball. Um now the the knock the downside of that is I hope that the Martinook stall element doesn't take away some of the aggressiveness and creativity of, of Jarvis. Um, because because I, I like Jarvis getting shots on goal over and over and over and over again i like him being create, creative uh and and yeah, just, like i said i just don't want the creativity to be knocked down not saying that that Martinook and stall don't create opportunities because they do they, t- they create a ton uh but they're just a little bit more traditional i guess and i like the creativity of jarvis so
0: we'll see but again that's just how the game's gonna start what happens after that you can always reshuffle it back yep. you can always shuffle it around back
1: and, you know- and rod will and he does